I'm Anthony Bachman from All Things Good and Nerdy, a geeky podcast part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other fantastic geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Welcome to episode 218 of Better Podcasting. On this show, we help you get motivated when you're in a slump. In this week's Better Podcasting download, we talk about an article to do with listening to podcasts on fast speeds. And finally, in this week's Better Podback, we round up some feedback, including one listener who talked about a slightly broken but free WordPress plugin for rounding up Apple Podcast reviews. Lauren, you deserve a five-star review. Start the show now. Welcome to Better Podcasting. With a combined history of over a thousand episodes and starting as early as 2008, we are hobby podcasters through and through, just like you. That's why we are different. We minimize the money talk so that you can focus on building a better podcast. Here are the hosts for the show, Stephen John Drew and Stargate Pioneer. Welcome to episode 218 of Better Podcasting. I am Stephen John Drew and I am pleased to say that SP is here again this week. Hey, SP. Hey, Stephen, I am so excited to podcast on our new night, which is Tuesday night for those catching us live at www.geeks.live. We've moved from Wednesday to Tuesday. So if you're looking for us on Wednesday, but you're still listening to our episodes after the fact, come by, see us every other Tuesday as we record a normal episode of Better Podcasting. And then the off weeks, we're going to be recording uh, just a quick Q&A, just some raw, just us talking, just some BS. By the way, Stephen, yes, I was watching the intro on YouTube and the thought had occurred to me, we should have probably done two versions. Okay, why? One with a beard for me and one without a beard for me. Fair enough. That That's a really, really fair point. And then I could switch that out every other, you know, half every half year, right? That's every, what I six months, yeah, yeah. every six yeah. months. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't catch this last week, episode 217 of Better Podcasting, we did make a few different announcements, one of which was what SP just said about moving our live date. But the other thing is we are going to a little bit of a bi-weekly format. So if you missed that, go back, check out that episode. We talked all about why we're doing that. It's not that we're stopping creating content. We're just working to hopefully give podcasters a little bit more content of variety. So please check that out, episode 217, if you did miss that. And the other thing that I noticed last week when I re-listened to that is we didn't really mention our release schedule will remain the same. Still late Sunday night Pacific time, early Monday morning Eastern time. So that's not going anywhere. That's staying the same. I don't think we really mentioned that last week. I don't think we did either. So good catch. But let's go ahead and move on to our featured segment. In the past, we've talked about all the different ways that you can try to interact and engage with your audience, but we've also talked a little bit about how podcasting has the potential to become quite repetitive if you don't make it fun. And the reality is that sometimes, even when you're starting out, you just don't have the luxury of regular communication with podcast listeners that can sometimes help you keep motivated through your podcasting endeavors. And worse yet, sometimes you could have other factors that might negatively impact your motivation. Perhaps it's something like stagnant download numbers. 
But it could even be something outside of your podcast that makes you feel a little less motivated about your podcast. Perhaps you have something that's more pressing on your plate from your personal life. No matter what this cause is, if you're finding that you're feeling a little less motivated about your podcast, this can be quite difficult to overcome and get a little bit more gas back in that tank to help you feel motivated again. Over the years of podcasting, at one point or another, both SP and I have at every single podcast that we've been a part of have had a moment where we felt this. Yes, every single podcast. Wait for you to realize that we're even talking about this podcast. Yes, it has happened on every single podcast that we've both independently done where we've had one moment or another, maybe multiple, where we felt not motivated. And what we've been able to do is come up with some strategies, some ways to get out of this slump. And today we want to talk a little bit about that and share some of the ways that we've overcome these sort of demotivating times and how we got motivated about our podcast again. SP, why don't you kick us off? If you happen to find yourself unmotivated, the first thing that we want to recommend is that you do work to identify what the root cause is of your lack of motivation. Try to figure out exactly what is getting you down. This sometimes involves allowing yourself to be vulnerable with yourself or possibly others. We are huge advocates of having a podcast buddy. We talked about it before. Or buddies. Yes, I emphasize the plural there. So that in tough situations, you could talk things out. We've both been each other's podcast buddies before, and we've also had other people be our buddies. Sometimes speaking things out loud can go a long way to resolve whatever the issue is, but sometimes you can do this assessment on your own too, so you don't necessarily need a podcast buddy. In our experience, some of the best breakthroughs that we've had has come from self-assessments of how we're feeling. Considering things that what we are enjoying the most about our podcast routine and what we are not looking forward to each week, even if it's a most simple task. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of considering what we are dragging our heels on each week. One thing that has worked for us in the past has been writing down every single thing to do with our podcast through the week or through the course of multiple weeks, if you happen to not be podcasting on a weekly basis. As you go through, write down the successes you're having and the challenges that you're having. Don't skimp on either. Essentially, you're starting a course for your podcast week and doing that self-reflection of where the speed bumps are and where you don't even need to think about it twice. Some things to consider as you do this include what exactly is causing you to slow down in areas. Is it that you're avoiding it because you aren't enjoying it? Is it because you are having other things going on in your life that are getting in the way? Is it because you're spending too much time striving for perfection? Is there something else on your mind that's distracting you? Whatever it is, the bottom line is as you chart this week, these challenges and these successes, you're giving yourself data that you can then analyze to see where you need to focus. It's right down almost impossible to fix something if you don't know it's a problem. And charting out the highs and the lows of your podcast endeavors can help you identify what you need to work on. But once you've identified some of these challenges, now you can actually go to work on finding a way to solve some of these challenges to help motivate yourself back with your podcast. Now, given that motivation or lack thereof can sometimes 
come from a plethora of different places. We understand that we're not today going to be able to give every single possible way that you can remotivate yourself. It's just not going to happen. But we're going to share some of the ways that we do think that hobby podcasters can start if they're trying to remotivate themselves and some of the things that we've personally gone through. And let's begin with one of the most obvious, lack of engagement from your audience. If you're finding that having a lack of engagement from your audience is getting you down, the first thing that we would suggest you do is taking a little bit of assessment of your expectations on what you're hoping to get from audience engagement and where your download numbers and your actual audience statistics are actually landing. Perhaps your show is just not at a level where you can expect regular audience engagement. Perhaps this just doesn't match up with your expectations and you kind of have to have a bit of a reality check. For example, we often see new podcasters get all excited about their numbers. They talk about their milestones. And one of the things we sometimes have seen people say is, hey, look, we hit 50 downloads per week or per episode. But let's talk a little bit about those 50 downloads for a second. And unfortunately, we might have to do a little bubble bursting here. And we're not meaning to, but we kind of have to to help illustrate the point of expectations. First, as you look at those 50 downloads, you should consider where you're getting those statistics from. Is this a provider that does a good job of removing known bots and fake downloads? If it's someone like SoundCloud, the odds are no, they aren't. And so there's a good percentage of that that is probably just not real people downloading it. But even so, if it is somebody reputable, like an IAB certified provider, those still potentially aren't true, real numbers. And the reason why we say that is because let's look and let's say that you're subscribed to a podcast, maybe your podcast because you like to check it out, and you're subscribed through your desktop, you're subscribed through your tablet, and you're subscribed through your phone. Often with these providers, that is still considered three independent downloads, and it can be. And unfortunately, on the other side of things, a little more technical, while IAB certified providers do their best to remove known bots from the downloads, the reality is they can't get them all because there's new bots being made all the time. So there could potentially be bots that are coming into those download numbers. Also, after you've published, did you download your file manually? That would also affect your download numbers. And what about those folks that are downloading the podcast, but not really listening to the podcast. With all of these sort of variables considered, if your stats are showing as 50 downloads per episode, you probably really don't have 50 people actually listening to your podcast every single episode. So if your expectations are based off of those 50 people, they're just not realistic expectations. But we don't say this to demotivate you. No, it's just the opposite. We say this because we feel that if you're finding that the engagement is something that is getting you down, set those expectations to a more realistic level. For example, with that 50 download podcast, perhaps instead of expecting that you're going to have somebody unsolicited reach out to you and talk about your podcast, look to capture a couple pieces of feedback per month solicited by yourself. Set that as a realistic expectation so you can open that channel of communication. What we mean by this is put a specific request out there to do with something with your show's topic. Don't make it vague. If you're saying to somebody, 
oh, we'd love to know what you think about this show. It's not very engaging. A lot of people do that. We do that too. But the thing is, that is not as engaging as putting a specific query out there to do with your show's topic. If you're motivating somebody to think of a unique situation or a unique story, something that they want to tell you, and you're doing a question that way, that's a little bit more motivating for them to send you a response rather than just a broad statement. But it could be more than that too. Perhaps you want to reach out directly to some people that you know are listening to the show. Maybe you've had a couple interactions on Twitter or something like that in the past and just specifically ask them something to do with your podcast. It could be opinion about your show. It could be something more specific. We actually have done that several times ourselves where we have reached out to people and we have said, what do you think of exchange? Or what did you think about X topic or something to do with our podcast? And even though we're the one that's reaching out to those individuals, it still can be really motivating because it's opening a line of communication about the podcast and just, again, putting a little bit of gas in that tank. So really think about where you're at and set realistic expectations for feedback based off of your actual show metrics and what you know about your show's downloads. Let's talk about another common challenge people face with motivating themselves with podcasting, and that's doing mundane tasks. Hey, we're talking editing, promoting, which sometimes can be fun, doing notes for posting the show, Ugh, show notes, those sorts of things. These can be especially problematic because often generally people, when they find themselves not being motivated with a task like this, it causes a ripple effect into other things as well. This is because often people procrastinate, which causes other parts of their schedule to get behind. And that's where we want to start with this point, a schedule. We would suggest that you look at your weekly tasks and establish a schedule that will help you accomplish everything you need to do with podcasting. Simply setting specific dates that will work in your routine can help you motivating with these tasks. Sometimes you may have to play with this date and find the best fit for your situation. You know, try something. If it doesn't work, try something else. It could be one specific block of time in your schedule, or it could be breaking this task up into several different points. I'll give you a quick example. Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I have to pre-process the tracks for that as I'm doing my video edit. So I do that after we record on Sunday. It doesn't allow me to do any editing, but it does allow me to do regular editing throughout the week before I release the show on Wednesdays. But I'll give you a personal example as well, only because of the fact that I'm super jealous of SP. And if he says something, obviously, I also have to give an example. That's the way that it works. And honestly, that's also because I just get so irritated when I have to edit him. So I feel so angry all the time. And this has been a problem for me is having to edit SP. I'll give you a little secret. It's a big bummer to me when I have to edit myself on Legends of Shield. <laughs> no, kidding aside, uh, I actually, for a while, got really frustrated with editing better podcasting. And what I found was that I was dragging my heels and I, it was really becoming a demotivator for me. And what I established was that Saturday mornings were actually best for my editing routine. Now, this actually leaves quite a tight schedule for previewing and fixing and posting the podcast. but. I found really that the net gains far surpassed the net losses. And by having the Saturday routine, 
I found that it actually can in turn sometimes motivate me to do things a little bit earlier if the opportunity presents itself because I am working this into my schedule every Saturday morning or most Saturday mornings. And if I happen to have a block of time come up a little bit earlier, I know that I'm going into that editing with no real tight schedule. So if I only get a little bit done, it's not a big deal because Saturday will come around and I'll finish it then. I actually tried to do a little bit of live streaming of the editing sessions, but I found that this actually negatively impacted my editing experience and started to make it a little demotivating again because of our next point. Sometimes for these sort of mundane tasks like editing myself and realizing how inferior of a podcaster I am to SP, sometimes when you're doing these mundane tasks, you can motivate yourself by making your surroundings a little bit more enjoyable. When I do the editing sessions, I often like to stream music while I edit the show. And I couldn't do that when I was doing live streaming copyright and all that stuff. But also, I find that when I am editing on Saturday mornings, I'm able to break up this mundane task with a little bit of interaction. Sometimes I go and I chat with my kids and I get the little family break. Other times I just have an ongoing chat with SP on Saturday morning talking about random things that often aren't even podcast related. But again, when I was live streaming, I couldn't really do these because I felt like there was an expectation for me not to just go silent and walk away for a few minutes. So I found that really killing that live stream and going back to more enjoyable surrounding really helped keep me motivated as I go through the mundane task of removing all of my screw ups from better podcasting. So, Stephen, I have to ask on behalf of all our listeners, because I know they're asking themselves right now, as you're editing, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Are you talking about classical music? Is it techno music? Is it country music? Is it video game style music? What kind of music are you listening to as you edit your podcast? It's exclusively EDM music made by Elon Musk. That is specifically the type of music that I listen to. I see. <laughs> Okay, now let's talk a little bit about something that can often make people unmotivated. Flat numbers. Yeah, we're talking about an audience growth that is, quite frankly, stagnant. Each podcast is a little different, so we can't issue a blanket statement to expect growth or not to expect growth on different times. What we can tell you is that more likely than not, your podcast will go through some period of growth, steady state, and decline on a basis that could be routine. How those periods occur with your show and to what extent really depends on a variety of factors, including how good your content is, where are you distributing your show, how are you promoting your show, the size of your available audience, the time of year, if the statistics provider has changed something in your algorithm, so it could be something that's a little bit uh, fake at that point because your listeners really haven't changed. It's just the numbers are coming back or changed and how famous you are to begin with. These are some among a great deal of other factors that really depends on whether your show is going to grow or not. What I can share with you is that every single podcast that I produced or co-hosted on has gone through periods of no growth or gradual decline. It's frustrating especially when you've been producing the show for years. And just to reiterate what I'm talking about, 
I'm talking about Voices of Defiance. I'm talking about Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm talking about the Starling Tribune, the Gunna Geek show that Stephen and I do together, the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Longbox Edition podcast, which is currently podfaded, and Better Podcasting. They have all experienced this time of no growth or gradual decline and or both, really. I noticed that you didn't have beard advice with SP on there. I guess that one's been solid the whole time. That never existed, <laughs> Stephen. That was just a joke that you were making. Oh, fair enough. Even if you were in a rut before this starts to happen, the mere fact of stagnant consumption can start making you feel this way. But wait, stop right there. There is a plethora of steps to take once you get to this point. First, if you are obsessing about the statistics, don't. This is not helping your show. This is taking time away from your show, unless your show is about the statistics of your show. It's probably not, though. I guess the statistics about a podcast statistics is probably pretty small in the grand scheme of things. So divert your attention to the show itself. And in that way, you can try to dislodge this stagnation of your podcast. Second, concentrate on the why of your show. This goes back to episode number one of the podcast, and we've also had a couple of episodes around the, along the way here on Better Podcasting. Think of why you thought it was going to be a fun podcast. Are you accomplishing that goal? Have you stepped away and started to go down a different path unintentionally? Get right back on that path that you wanted to be on to begin with. Focus on the fun that you were having and start doing those aspects of your show again. You happen to make top 10 lists and you think that's fun. Do you interact with your community more on social media or in your community chat server? Basically bring out all the fun stuff again, whatever that may be. Third, if there is something new that you wanted to try, now's the time. If there is something that you'd like to try, give it a chance. Whether it's a new segment, changing up the show elements, bringing in a co-host or a guest, these types of things can help get you motivated again. Fourth, and I think I should mention here that these are in no particular order, by the way. Maybe you need a break. I don't know why, but this time every year, I feel the need to go and fly out to Hawaii. So we're recording the show in February, and in February every year, I would love to get back to Hawaii. In fact, just this week in the grocery store, I bought myself some Kona coffee and plan to wear a Hawaiian shirt to work on Friday to remind me of this, in my opinion, magical place. But not everyone can get to Hawaii every year. But maybe you have a vacation destination, a short drive away, or maybe you even plan to take a few days off for a staycation around your house. Just take a day or two just to recharge and have some fun. You'll refresh yourself and perhaps you'll have a good idea to refresh your show while you're doing that. Fifth, have you tried promoting your show? Now might be a good time to get those creative juices going and film that 30 second trailer for your show. Contact Overcast and see about promoting your show. Find where your audience is and meet them there, online or in person. Try mowing your podcast logo into your grass and flying a drone overhead. Take a picture of it, kind of like a crop circle. <gasps> Pay a farmer to make a podcast into your logo, into a crop circle, and then take an overhead picture. Well, maybe not. No, no, that, that <laughs> seems just like too much work and too much effort. It could be, unless you happen to be a farmer, in which case, go ahead and do it. <laughs> We've discussed various ways to promote in the podcast before. Grab some of those episodes, choose something, and give it a chance. Just to give you a short list, episode 34, distribution and promotion, part three, 
episode 56, planning part three, episode 115, podcast promotion ideas, episode 156, promoting your podcast in person, and episode 174, free podcast promotion. We've talked about it on other episodes, but those are some of the main episodes that we talked about promotion. Sixth, as a last resort, try just powering through a week or two of podcasting. You know how runners and gym rats, they get that workout high and they just aren't feeling it, but they they go take a run or they go in the gym, have an incredible workout and they come out refreshed and something like that. No, I I don't work out. I've never worked out in my life. Have fun getting old there, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, maybe podcasting can give you that same sort of high. Maybe just the act of podcasting can get you remotivated. Now, I wouldn't let this drag on too long, but a week or three of this might just get you over the hump and you get to see some movement on your stats and your growth in your podcast again. Basically, if you are feeling unmotivated due to flat numbers, there is a bunch of stuff that you can do. Try one or two things, give it a couple of months, reevaluate, maybe try something else. You'll probably thank yourself for it sometime soon. But here's a bigger question. What happens if you're finding that you're just not feeling motivated about your show in general anymore? You're just not feeling the same passion. Well, the first thing that we would recommend you do is to assess your show's mission, the goal of your podcast, and whether it's even relevant to you anymore. Now, we've covered this in several episodes in the past about assessing that and even touched on it as recently as last week. But if the mission is still relevant to you, then you need to find ways to re-engage your passion with that mission, that goal of your podcast. One thing that we would suggest is taking some dedicated time to listen back to old episodes of your podcast that you did, where you did feel that passion, where you were highly engaged with your podcast. Compare those to more recent episodes, again, listen to those, where you know you haven't been feeling that passion. As you do this comparison, consider the differences between the two and what are you noticing that you used to have in the old shows that you don't have now? Are you delivering things in the same way? Are you covering different content? Is there something that maybe you used to do on your show that you no longer do? And now it seems like that's something that was really driving you before. Perhaps you made a change to the order of how you're presenting information. What sort of things can you hear about your show and your old episodes, and how can you bring those back to your new show to hopefully help engage that passion? But as you listen, also try to do a little brainstorming about new things that you might want to do with your show. Taking a bit of dedicated time to scrutinize your show can be super helpful for creating a wish list of things you want to do with your podcast. This wish list can then help sometimes re-engage you with your podcast ambitions and your ambitions will then hopefully give you a little more passion in your show. Perhaps you hear an old episode and you go, oh, this would have been a great follow-up episode. Like I know for the fact that SP, if he went back and he listened to the first ever episode of Better Podcasting that he did without me, he would have gone, ah, I should have done the rest without Steven. I know for a fact, if he'd listened back, that would be the case. You actually think about that episode every week. Fair enough. Whatever ambitions you identify as you go through and you create this list of things that you want to do, you can kind of fuel a little bit uh, of a fire in yourself 
to help get re-engaged with your podcast because this is now directing your focus to a wish list of things that you want to do. And that wish list is new things to you and makes your podcast new to you again. But another thing that we think can be super beneficial for driving motivation is listening to podcasts that you like. Now, I know SP earlier told me that he listens to podcasts. I don't know what a podcast is, so I'm going to turn it over to him to explain this. Steven knows what a podcast is, so we'll just leave that it as it is. But listening to podcasts that you like, don't it just doesn't even need to be in your niche. It's just something that you like. Truthfully, we'd actually suggest that they not be in the same niche as your podcast. And this is because if you are listening to shows within your niche or your genre, then you're feeling unmotivated. You might start comparing yourself directly to them and only seeing the glasses half empty in front of you. You might get focused on the things that you're essentially jealous of, and it can drive you in the opposite direction to become even more unmotivated. Instead, if you're finally that you're just not feeling the passion of your podcast, you should try to re-engage with yourself with what you like to do about podcasting within other podcasts in general. We think that it's fair to say that most people started podcasting because they heard at least one podcast that they liked. So listening to podcasts that you enjoy can re-engage with the love of podcasts and podcasting. Consider what it is about that specific show or the specific shows that you enjoy. This isn't so much about looking for content ideas, but about what is sparking your passion to podcast. And it is something that you can bring into your own show. For example, perhaps there's a delivery style that you like. Perhaps it's as simple as their energy. Over the years, we have both found motivation by listening to podcasts that we enjoyed, and it's helped us each get out of a funk. In summary, the bottom line is that if you're finding yourself being unmotivated with your podcast, we think that you should self-assess where you're feeling unmotivated, figure out what the root cause is of this, decide whether you're still passionate about your core subject of your podcast, work to find a routine that helps schedule these challenging areas in a way that increases your motivation, create an environment that makes these challenges a little bit more enjoyable, and don't be afraid to reach out to other people or check out other podcasts to help respark your love of podcasting. I know every time that I'm feeling unmotivated, I just listen to the sweet, sweet tones of SP. This is the Better Podcasting Download. Talking about listening to podcasts, I ran into a great article over on Medium. It was by Steve Rosu who has a lot to do about writing about technology. Uh, he contributes to Vice Business Week, Outline, and others. The title of the, uh, of the article, not episode, was I tried listening to podcasts at 3x and broke my brain. It was posted on Medium on the 24th of January, 2020. And it was a rather lengthy and researched article. I actually really enjoyed reading this and then reading all of the research that went with it. What we're talking about, of course, if you're listening to podcasts on your computer or a smartphone and you have the ability to speed it up at 1.25 speed, at one and a half speed, two speed. If you're watching YouTube on a computer, you can do the same sorts of things. But with podcasts and some apps, you can actually go up to 3x and 4x. I've never been able to keep up with a podcast at 3x and 4x. I, I just can't do it. And 
I think that the people can have either are super powered or their podcatcher that they're listening through is really not going at 3x. It's going slower than that. But the science behind this is great. So people actually speak on average out loud at about 150 words per minute. But our brains internally can rattle along at 400 words per minute. So you can actually start comprehending things a little bit faster than you can actually speak. And for those of us longtime podcast listeners, we've known this for quite some time. I regularly have my podcast app at 1.5 speeds. However, this article went into, if you do that, you're going to lose sorts of things like emotion, your ability to grasp the emotion coming out of the podcast to you. And if you're listening to stories in podcasts, either those in audiobooks or those being told by people being interviewed, you're going to lose that, the emotion part of it, if you're listening at faster speed. Yes, you can get more through more podcasts at that time, but you're going to start to lose the emotion. As you get faster, you start to lose comprehension and your ability to actually understand every word that the podcaster is saying goes down. But if you train yourself to listen to the same person over and over and over again, you get used to their voice, their inflection points, the nuances of their speech, and you can comprehend when they are doing something similar that you've heard before. So you can train yourself to listen to a specific speaker at a faster speed. But once again, you're going to lose perhaps some comprehension. You're definitely going to lose the emotional appeal from these podcasts as well. And for some people, that's a big part of it, Stephen. Stephen, did you read this article? I did. And I have to say, um, this took me back. And the reason why I say it took me back is because I remember actually probably around the time that we, a little after we started Better Podcasting, I converted to start listening at faster speeds. I know you and I actually used to have conversations way back then. And you would tell me how many podcasts you would listen to. I'd be like, how do you do that? And you're like, well, I listen on 1.5 times or two. And I couldn't do it for such a long time. Every time I tried to do it, I didn't feel as connected. I didn't feel like I was enjoying it as much. And I just felt like I was missing a certain element of feel that I always did when I listened at one point at one times. And unfortunately, I gave in. I caved. At some point, I went and I switched to start listening to 1.5 or two times on certain podcasts. And I occasionally think about it and, and I regret it. And this actually makes me regret that decision a little bit more because it outlines so many of the things that I, I felt that stopped me from listening on faster speeds. And so I like this article. It really did, really did take me back to why I used to only listen on one time speed. But the challenge is once you do the faster speeds, it can be hard to go back. That's what my experience has been because of the fact that I'm used to hearing something a certain way as well. I also know how quick I can get through certain things like, you know, listening to uh, the Curiosity Daily podcast between here and my workplace or whatever, right? So you kind of get to know timing. So I I have to say, I'd like to go back to one times for a lot of these reasons, but I don't know that I will. But I really appreciated the read. So a couple of things, and then I'll equate it to a production on a hobby podcast. So like you were saying, there's some podcasts that I listen to. It's just about the information. So I listen to them in the car as I'm driving back and forth to work at 1.5 speed. One is Curiosity Daily. 
One is daily tech news show or the daily part of it, the, the quick five, 10 minute brief of it. And I actually want to comprehend the daily tech news show with Tom Merritt. And I listen to that at one speed. It's a longer podcast, half an hour to 45 minutes. And I spend the time to listen to it every day because I want to know what's going on in the world of tech and technology and podcasting and science and that sort of thing. What sort of gear is coming out next? And I listen to it just to comprehend it. I also listen to it in places where I can't comprehend it. I don't listen to it as I'm doing other things so that I can concentrate on what is being said. You know, I count driving as being able to concentrate on the podcast. To back up to one thing that you were saying, I also listen to an iPod Classic at work, and unfortunately, it has no ability to speed up whatsoever. So I have to listen to everything on that at 1.0 speed. And some of the podcasts that I listen to through my phone or through my iPod Nano that I can speed up, and I'm listening to it at one speed on my iPod Classic, I'm it's just grading me. I'm like, it, come on, people. I'm not used to you speaking like this. I'm used to moving the information along a little bit faster. So it can be a little bit disjarring if you run into that situation. But I think I'm one of like 10 people left in the world that has an operational iPod classic. So I don't think that's speaking to too many different people. Uh, that is my personal listening habits. I have Overcast, so I'm able to set a general speed in Overcast as well as podcast specific speeds, no matter what podcast I'm listening to or what speed I have set on the general setting. I can set a speed for Curiosity Daily to always play at 1.5 speed if I wanted to. The Guinea Geek Show, since I'm on it, I generally listen to that at a faster speed to get through it if I can. However, I usually listen to the Gunna Geek show on my iPod Nano or my iPod Classic. So I'm listening to it at 1.0 speed. Now, that said, there was a move afoot about a year ago, Stephen. I don't know if you remember this or not. Maybe two years ago. Time flies when you're podcasting. That should we start producing podcasts to be consumed at a faster speed? It depends. If you're just trying to get information out, maybe you should start looking at just getting the information out and being able to be consumed at 1.5 speed. On the other hand, if you are trying to get an emotional sense out, maybe some comic timing, comedic timing, you have to produce those at 1.0. And if somebody's listening faster, maybe they get it, maybe they don't. But the intent is to produce it to the lowest common denominator of your listener. And if you're doing something that requires deep comprehension or emotion, then you got to produce it at 1.0 speed. You just have to. And you can put production elements in there, background music if you want to, bumpers, stingers, whatever. But the key is to keep it at a normal speed. Now, sometimes I talk really fast and sometimes I talk slower. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about producing your show at a certain speed because in most DAWs, you can speed up things or you can crunch it down to make it go faster. Don't do that. If you're doing something like what we just said, comprehension, emotion, do it at 1.0 speed. Uh, you may take out silences, but don't take out the speed of the podcast so that the information can get across correctly. If you want to go ahead and read this, you can check it out at betterpodcasting.com slash 218. We will have a link there. And while you're there, why don't you check out our website and give us some feedback on what you want to see us do there with our brand new to us 
uh, website. Check that out. That's betterpodcasting.com slash 218. And SP, before we go to the better pod back, I should just mention right now, you said comedic timing. We both know that I have no comedic timing. I also have no comedic taste. And so I'll do the same joke that I often do when we talk about speed. Let's go ahead and move on to our better pod back. See, so then the, t- the two times are, it sounds normal to them. This is where we here at Better Podcasting turn the show over to you as we run through some of your feedback. We call this segment Better Pod Back. I was tickled pink when I saw this come across my inbox. I know Stephen was too, because I immediately forwarded it on to him. He's like, oh, that's so neat. It was so cool. What we're talking about is we got another iTunes review or Apple podcast. I still can use iTunes, by the way, but Apple podcast review, we'll call it. It was by Xandrax, who's Seth and from the Geekville radio podcast. He's actually in the live chat right now. And I just want to say thank you very much, Seth. This made my day. And the title of it was one of the best. And this is what he had to say. This is literally one of the best shows to listen to for hobby podcasting. There are other shows out there that also offer great content, but BP specifically targets those who podcast for fun over all else. Steven and SP are the first to tell you they aren't looking to make money. Their words of wisdom have helped be quite a bit when it comes to gear, recording techniques, and even content. Highly recommended for novices and veterans alike. Thank you very much, Xandrax. Uh, I feel like I should clarify right now. Um, I'm absolutely looking to make money, just not with podcasting. I want, I want lots of money. Thank you very much. Okay, to be clear. I was thinking that the other day. Yeah, it wouldn't be nice to be able to get that uh, private jet off to Hawaii whenever I wanted to. Yeah, you know, or, or visit me. Thank you very much for that that feedback. I appreciate that. I, I could fly the jet to where you are and then fly to Hawaii. You know, you can jump on the jet and we can talk on the jet and then the jet can turn around and bring you back home while I spend my holiday in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> we also had an interesting conversation come up in our Discord and it started with Damien. He said, did just find out that my podcast reviews is dying as it has stood so far. No more personal tier, all paywall. To which Yakko.org said, we use a free WordPress plugin to find our global reviews. And then he clarified to Anthony that it was at HTTPS. No, I'm not going to do that. You can find the link in our show notes. But uh, he did say it's not recently updated and has some bugs, but it still works. And then supplied a two-star review that he got that he wouldn't have gotten if uh, if he did not have that plugin. So if you want to check that out, betterpodcasting.com slash 218. We'll have the link to the uh, plugin that Jeremy was referencing. We also got some feedback in the Better Podcasting channel on our Discord server, which you can find at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord. From Randy Walker, he asked, did anybody get the free earbuds from Mackie a year ago? I sent my info in and nothing. And he posted the reference on the podcasting subreddit that Mackie posted their uh, their survey, which we actually talked about here on the podcast. And that ended up, we interviewed somebody from Mackie about it. And the post was 11 months ago. He got contacted 10 months ago asking for his shipping information, which he provided. 
asked for a tracking number or something about eight months ago and was told that it'd be looked into. And then he asked for another update five months ago and heard nothing. So if anybody knows anybody at Mackey, let them know. I'll actually send a note to them and we'll see what we can do for you, Randy. But uh, sometimes stuff like this gets lost in the mail and uh, lost in the corporation as well. People turn over and it's just not, no longer there. So we'll try to help you out, though. Earlier in the week over on the Twitter sphere, I posted a reminder that we were moving to Tuesdays, to which we had Win Kelly Charles respond saying, love it. And I got to say, uh, over at our live chat, again, we do stream this now on Tuesdays. Weird to say that at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we've had a few people poking into the chat here that aren't usually here saying that Tuesdays do work better for them. So that's one of the reasons why we moved to Tuesdays. We also got a tweet from the Chris Farrell, who happens to be our co-host over on the Guinea Geek Show. He said, congrats to at Stephen John Drew and at Stargate Pioneer for making the top 10 list with at Better Pod. And it's at weeditpodcast.com slash top dash 10 dash podcasts. And we'll put the full URL in the show notes. That was awesome. Uh, it was really nice to be on that list. It was it was quite a it made me feel good. Uh, can I say that? It's it, it just, it's hard to express when you get on a list like that. And uh, thank you very much, Chris, for pointing that out. And uh, thanks for putting us on that list. Yeah. And thanks. Yeah. Very much to the staff over at We Edit Podcasts. I think Jen was the one who put that out. And thank you very much for doing that. We also had a tweet from me from our account. And I was saying this week, I replaced my old broken keyboard with an identical new keyboard, which is the HP Wireless Elite V2. And I used Amazon one day shipping. And now I can use the keyboard legs and the cap locks key to which at Sun PowerPod, which is Heather, by the way, she said cap lock key hype. Yay. And yeah, my, my new keyboard works just fine. It's the same keyboard that I've had before. It just is fully operational versus not operational before. And what I'm talking about with the feet, by the way, on the back, there's these feet that elevate the uh, actual keyboard. And for years, one had been broken. And of course, you can't find these later. I actually considered trying to send one to a catter to have it 3D printed, but I just never got around to it. And when the cap locks key broke, I was like, screw it. I'm just getting me a new one. And I did. We also had Newsreel in our Discord say, I say, quote, you know, end quote, far too much in my podcast, to which Waffles responded saying, I say, quote, I mean, end quote, easy too much. But I have gotten to the point where I realize I said it most of the time and give myself enough of a pause to take it out. Newsreel responded saying, I think when I'm in, quote, rant, rant mode, end quote, I just talk and talk. Not much room on either side to cut. And SP, you had a bit of a piece of advice for the you know portion, right? You know, you know, I mean, stuff like that. Look, this is from experience. This is my knowledge to you through experience. If you silence the you know, but keep that space in between the other words, then most of the time it sounds natural. On Audacity, if you're using that, it's Control L. We'll silence it. And other programs, it's other things. But if you do that and you silence the you know, oftentimes you can get away with it if you just keep that space. A lot of people will try to delete the you know 
and go from one word that was before to the one word after without any space in between. It does not sound natural. Silencing the you know, or in Waffle's case, I mean, in keeping the space in there will work wonders most of the time. So thank you, everybody who participated this week through various locations. If you want to follow us on social media, there's lots of places you can check us out. Go to betterpodcasting.com and you can find all the social media links over there. SP, I just wanted to say that uh, you motivated me this week. You motivated me to make sure to get the document done by Tuesday, our regular recording. And, and the way you motivated me was by saying, Stephen, get it done. Yeah, you know, like when the Patriots were on Thursday night football and they turn right around and then have to play Monday night football. No, 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 wait. Maybe it's Monday night football and then they turn around and do Thursday night football. It's like that. It's a short week and it was difficult <laughs> to get the doc done in between the two podcasts because we podcasted late last week on a Friday. We're podcasting early, quote unquote, early. It's our normal time now on Tuesday. So completely understand that both of us had trouble getting ready for this week. But we're here, we did it, and we're looking forward to our next show. We already have the idea two weeks from now, and we will be here same time next week talking to our audience, doing Q&A, and just having fun talking about weekly updates and podcasting. However, that episode won't be in our main feed. We might release it on a secondary feed. We haven't quite decided 100% yet but it won't be on the betterpodcasting.com feed. And listener, if you have a idea for our show, we have a way that you can help us out, Stephen. And that is if our listener has a How I Saved My Podcast story. If you have one, we will definitely play it. We would prefer audio or video. We will play it at the beginning of the show and make sure you plug your show's name and how people can find you. We would love to be able to promote your show on ours. For sure. You can email podcast at betterpodcasting.com. So for episode 218 of Better Podcasting, I'm Stephen John Drew saying really weird to say this, but see you again in two weeks. MSP saying Stephen... I guess we'll be together again next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew of Gunna Geek Productions. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. Thanks again for listening or watching, and we hope to see you again next week.